Alright, Laker fans, get ready to hear this, though. Alright? LeBron has instantly became one of the greatest, actually, the greatest Lakers to ever play. Instantly. He hasn't even played a game yet. <laughs> Hot take. Eat that one. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the Common Thought. This is your host, Yada, socially conscious, music, love, and sports fanatic gamer. And today, I have my other host, regular guest, always here, Benny Boy, a.k.a. What's your, what's your name now? I Since mean, it's <laughs> leader of the boy brigade, all that, you know, all that good stuff. But yeah, we're keeping the streak alive, man. Uh, I'm still here. Yep, we back, we back. <laughs> it's been season two. We're going to be here all summer and for the fall. Got a lot of topics, a lot of content. It's been, what, a few months since been January? Yeah, it's been a minute. And as you can tell, there's only two of us today. Uh, our other, other guests aren't here. They're uh, busy making business moves. Yeah. Doing yeah. things. Yeah, living man. life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's get straight to it, man. We missed a lot of stuff. A lot of, con- a lot of, a lot of topics. Yeah. Um... Man, straight to it. I see you wearing the yellow shorts, yellow and black. Yeah. Go, go straight to it. LeBron motherfucking James. Oh. <laughs> I want to go straight to it. I want to talk shit about these Laker fans. That's what I want to go straight into. What? Man. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold oh. on. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> wait, straight from LeBron to uh, let's talk about these Laker fans because these Laker fans are fucking haters. They're hating on LeBron. I've never seen uh, an actual team hate. When you get the best player in the league. That's how much love and respect they have for Kobe. That's that's the only reason why. I think it's more of Laker fans are kind of ignorant. Okay. No, all right. That's where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, okay. I, I have a lot of friends that are Laker fans. We, we are from Vegas. Okay. So there are a lot of Laker fans. But right. let's be honest. When it comes to Laker fans, compared to other fans, there's a lot of Laker fans that aren't even hoopers. True. Okay. That are not very knowledgeable of the game of basketball. Right. So that's why that's where I mean in the sense of ignorant. Yeah, and I mean a lot of Boston fans with the Celtics—they're all alcoholics. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, we're gonna balance this out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we're not talking about Boston. <laughs> You're doing shade at Boston. We talk about the Lakers right now. All right. Oh, that's right. that is true though. When it comes to Lakers and the Boston, those type of fans. Um. I'm trying to think of a fan, like a fan base that would be very knowledgeable, but I feel like, uh, like the Knicks fans are kind of in the same boat as well. But they're more knowledgeable about the game. I don't I, know what it is. I gotta pray for them. Cause they, <laughs> they, Patrick Ewing. That's like the last. That's the whole. Mello. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mello might be coming to Lakers, man. Uh, nah, that's not happening. I kind of hope not. Um, he's, oh, let's not, okay, let's go back to LeBron, because when it comes to Melo, that's a whole other sub, uh, a subject that we can, you know. Oh, man. I, I, I don't, I think he needs to be his own entity. Like, I think he needs to go to, like, I don't know, the Hornets, or, or something along those lines where it's like, it just needs to be him. Somewhere where, like, Jordan is like, you're already, he's already a Jordan athlete, let Jordan kind of, like, Look out for him and be like, yeah, you're going to be the star of our team. I'm going to give you all the shoes, all of the... <laughs> Who, LaMelo? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Oh, I think he's so... Ch- he needs to go over to Golden State Warriors and just get a ring. Sit on the bench, get a ring like Nick Young. 
Because I actually, I like Melo, and I, it's it's those moves that makes me not like him. As if he went to the Warriors, mm-hmm. that's what, like, Kevin Durant, like, with the whole move that he made. Yeah. I, I would add so much more respect if he stayed with Russ and battled with the Warriors and made it exciting that the playoffs would have been like, oh, this is, like, amazing. Now it's... And I, I'm shocked that people don't give him hate for that. I'm shocked that people really still, you know. Yeah, compared to what LeBron had to go yeah, through. Yeah, LeBron still goes through it. Yeah. I don't know if it's because he did it first and then it kind of like lessened the impact of what Kevin Durant did. But to me, Kevin Durant's thing is way worse. I just, I think that shows goes to show you how much of a great player LeBron is, is why people hate him so much. Yeah, it's definitely like on a Jordan level type of hate. For yeah, sure. like that. Like, Kevin Durant, it doesn't deserve the same amount of hate because LeBron is just at a, a higher status. Right. So that's why he gets that hate. And Kevin Durant's kind of like, everyone's forgotten about it. He's part of the Warriors now. It's his culture. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. That's that's tough. But I don't know. Now that he's with the Lakers, it's like, all right, well, I got to kind of. Now that LeBron's with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you feel? What do you feel? You're a Laker fan. Give, give me that Laker insight. <sighs> I'm more of a realist. I know I know what fans you're talking about where they're just like they're just like, "Oh, why don't we get a uh, you know, Dwight Howard and we get uh Steve Nash?" And I'm like, that would never happen in a million years. Yeah. And then it ends up happening and I'm like, "How? How did how is this happen? That's not even going to be as far as chemistry is concerned, that's like it doesn't go well." Yeah. And that's what I'm nervous about is that the Lakers always go for um just very uh like headline worthy types of moves like they always for a reason yeah and and you know them keeping on to like d'angelo russell and him always trying to be a showboat and you know nick young and alonzo ball and like all of these people that are just like they're always in the news but it's never for basketball it's always like oh d'angelo russell you know sabotaged it like iggy azalea and nick young's relationship with them like i like are they at practice? Like, why Why are we talking about them in a hotel room? Like, I want to know about what's going on in the game. Jordan Clarkson's with, like, was Kendall Jenner. And I was just like, like, what? Lon- uh, Lonzo Ball made a rap diss towards Kyle Kuzma. What? You, didn't hear, you ever heard that song? You ever heard it yet? <laughs> no. You didn't hear it? Yo, he's a rapper. So, of course, he's going to start beefing with somebody. Oh, my God. And why not? He's beefing with his own teammate. No. Yeah. He, made a, he made a diss song, though. You haven't heard it yet? Kyle Kuzma's the best one on well, I mean, before LeBron got there, but... Uh, you think Kuzma's better than uh, Lonzo Ball? I think so. When it comes to how good they are in those positions? I don't know. I think I just like Kyle Kuzma's demeanor. Mm. Like, it's, it's a little bit better to me because Lonzo... I mean, it's not necessarily Lonzo. It's the whole circus that comes along with it. Okay. And and I, I don't know if I can necessarily blame Lonzo, but I have to be a realist and be like, that's the situation that he's in. And I don't I don't like all that. I don't like the pressure of like, we're going to get in the playoffs. He's going to play with LeBron. He's going to do that. I'm like, even though it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly happening. Yeah, man. And I'm like, uh, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't like the whole, I don't like arrogance. I don't know. I don't mm. know what it is. I like confidence. I don't like arrogance. Arrogance. That's a lot of. There's a lot of players in LA that are arrogant. So. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Kobe was. He would. Yeah. He was pretty arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> of them all, you just say you don't like arrogance, and your main player. I know, but it, he was. He backed it up yeah. though. Like it okay. wasn't a. Yeah. And then it's not even somebody else speaking for Kobe. Like it was. It was him. Yeah. Like, he was more outspoken. Like, I'll give that. Jordan didn't really say much, and LeBron definitely says way more than than Jordan did and stuff. But 
Kobe, when Jeremy Lin and all that stuff was happening, he was just like, okay, so like, why are you guys bringing that up to me? Like, I was just like, <laughs> damn, dog, like no respect for like 50 point games in a yeah. row. Like, but that's, that's the, that's the Laker mystique that I really, I've, I missed because Shaq and Kobe and all that stuff, whatever. But it's been a minute. I didn't really like Pau Gasol. Lamar Odom was always like a sleeper on me. I was just like, I kind of. He's like has off games. Bynum was a baby to me. Like I didn't really like a lot mm-hmm. of the players that were on there, but like Ariza, I loved Lamar Odom. I started like really liking, but those players are the ones that ended up getting the boot. Mm-hmm. And then I kept getting the players that it's like, ah, why do we have him? <laughs> like Meadow World Peace and stuff. He's mm-hmm. a great person. Mm-hmm. I don't know he's trying to improve and stuff, but <laughs> when he elbowed James Harden, I was just like, ah, I can't even defend this at this point. So when it comes to your theory on or your hot take or your idea, your common thought idea of uh, what LeBron going to Lakers is going to be like, what is it? It's going to be a media circus for sure. It's like the whole league. Now, all of a sudden, Laker games are going to be all over on ESPN now. And okay. it's like before it never used to be. Well, I mean, yeah, after Kobe left. Yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, now it's going to be like Rondo's a good addition. I think that'll be gotta be good mm-hmm. he's got like the same i think he has more of an intensity than lebron does to be honest with you and i just don't think he can harness it i think it comes off his anger and he can't really control it at times yeah but i i think that's what lebron needs i don't i, I think all of the the cute little handshakes and all that stuff i i just i i've never i've never seen a player like that that's the that's the reason why i didn't like dwight going over there and i was like he's just too happy i don't i don't like that shit it's just he's too happy what kind of shit is that that sentence right there he is too happy i know supposed to be in a slump and and it's it's common thought it's it's (laughs) (laughs) okay okay yeah okay way to back your shit up okay (laughs) all right but yeah, man. I mean, celebrate when you have like a a championship ring. Like, don't be Kendrick Perkins. Don't don't just <laughs> be mad all the time. But I, I just I don't know. I, I don't. I would have to say with that with um with LeBron going to the Lakers. I'm I'm happy that he's doing his legacy is literally completely different than everyone else's. I would say I think he's yeah. one of the greatest. I think, and we're gonna. It's always gonna be debate, but to me. He's going to be one or two. Kobe's not in the conversation. It's, he's just not. Sorry. He's too familiar with Jordan's game for me to compare to put him in one or two. When I say he has a different legacy, he's not doing what Jordan did. He's not staying on one team and winning championships with that team. He's going to different teams and winning championships. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's that's my comment out on it. That's just a different perspective of it. He's going to different teams, winning games, winning rings with those teams that's his legacy he's he's the greatest player in the league and he bounces around he creates teams and he he, he literally kind of creating jobs for these players when he goes to these different teams because he's making them more money or making them a more valuable player and he's bouncing around and literally transforming transforming the league into all these different stuff yeah um i mean Cleveland's is going to be hurting a lot right now. <laughs> they were hurting when he left originally. I know. And, and he came back bad, and made no. them more money yeah. and then left. Like, well, how much can you rely on one person for a city, you know? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he could have ran for governor or something of Ohio. <laughs> Probably still can when he gets old. I don't know about now. Like they, <laughs> When he gets old and <laughs> retires and, like, makes a few produced movies in Hollywood. 
because I'm pretty sure he's going to do that when he retires. Like he could have owned that entire yeah. area. It's like LA. You're not gonna you're not gonna make a dent in it like that. Like you're gonna make money and and stuff. But he could have. That could have just been the land of. Oh no, they're already building statues for him. I'm sure they're probably <laughs> tearing it down right now. <laughs> now they're already putting paintings up already. He's not even. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're taking down the whole welcome back arms out uh, big ass banner that they had or whatever like the ten story. They already banner. painted a whole bunch of stuff for him and stuff and his speech and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know if I would like. That's that's such a tough decision. I heard that it was like he was riding around in like Van Noy's or whatever, and he like he was like on a ride back from like Cali to another place. That's when he was talking to his wife, and that's when he made the decision. That was like, all right, call the Lakers. And I was like, damn. Before he made the decision to the league, though, he was on like some island with his advisors and his like families and stuff, whatever. And yeah, I'm pretty sure he made it back then, and then he came flew into L.A. Uh. So. That was the back story on that. But that's another thing I hear is like, why why didn't he let Cleveland know ahead of time or give him a heads up or? Uh, it's a business. Exactly. It's a business. And I agree. Yeah. And I don't think that he should be giving him a heads up. Obviously, if it was like somebody that had tact and actually had like, I don't know, just was had business etiquette. Dan Gilbert is a horrible mm-hmm. person as far as, when, I mean, not not as far as um being a businessman mm-hmm. but as far as like etiquette and trying to be like i don't know just have like some class behind mm-hmm. like when lebron left and he started talking trash about lebron i was like that's not what yeah. a businessman's supposed yeah. to do well a business that's a business that is an example of a businessman losing a 40 billion dollar type of player <laughs> like imagine losing profit like he just saw his profit just go away they're kind of, that's probably him in his office throwing, you know, that's like Diddy breaking records for like, right. you know, losing money off something, you know, that was the idea. He just literally lost profit off a player. But like, why did it take him so long to make moves for, like, I understand people are like, oh man, like Cleveland sucks. It's like, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, Comes down to him. Yeah. Like it, it really does. Yeah. It was like, you can't sell that. I was just like. I mean, people are going out to Oakland. I was just like, that's that's not a picnic that's out there, dude. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. So, Golden I mean... Golden Gate Bridge over there. Yeah. And and for, for people... I'm not saying it's Cleveland. I'm not, I'm not saying... Yeah, yeah. Cleveland's definitely... <laughs> 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 but I'm just saying, as, as far as, like, trying to blame it on the landscape of why you can't... Like, the only people you could get was Antoine Jameson and Shaq while he was there the first time. It was like, yeah, that's... He's not competing with anybody. Like, you're going against the, the Spurs that is like has damn near all-stars all five position kind of thing it's like there's no reason to stay here and then when he leaves then you guys are like what what's going on why do you i'm like you guys live there how do you guys not know why i think that's just going with um fans being oblivious and not knowing the damn business you know the one number one thing i hate i can't stand you people who get mad at these players when they leave like they got to be loyal to these organizations it pisses me off because it's like Okay, when a player gets traded, you're just saying, oh, it's business. They have to, oh, that's what happens. And okay, when a player wants to leave because he wants to win and make more money or get a bigger contract or he's not he's not happy with his work environment. Right. Because that's where they go to work every day. It's a business move. It's a right. career move. He's yeah. doing it for his career. Right. And any other motherfucker that works at any other organization or any business are going to make a career move better for them. Yeah. 
It's a promotion. It's, exactly. At the end of the day. Yeah. It makes no sense. And people get so mad and they forget that that is still a business. It pisses yeah. me off. It's just as far as the mystique of being able to, to like, it's it's almost like an unwritten rule is like a challenge is more so what it is. When you see like Bird, Magic, you know, Jordan, mm-hmm. Kobe, like all of those people, whatever, they forget Shaq was, he was jumping around too. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. Because he was still in that early age. He changed, he literally, for millennials, he, he, he's the first of that old generation that came into the new you know in a sense that yeah. like of the, how the league changed because he definitely changed the league right being like an athletic center yeah exactly and, and like, he was a prophet he was a walking again 40 billion dollar type of player right. because he's gonna bring revenue to that to that team that he's on yeah. so he changed it he was like he left orlando there wasn't a good organization he's like you know what i'm going somewhere else right and I don't, I don't know if there's other players that really like started that before that, beforehand, that had the upper hand as the best player in the league. And was it like, you know, I'm leaving and I can do that because I'm the best player and anyone's going to give me a contract. Yeah, especially in their prime. I don't, I don't know about anybody. I'm thinking right now, and I, you know, like maybe... Like yeah. towards the end of their career, everybody like Dominique yeah. and... Yeah, because they've already shown their worth. But this guy was like two years in. I'd say the closest might be Charles Barkley. I think that's the only part, like going from like the Sixers to like the Suns. Okay. But yeah, I, but I did, did he change? He didn't change that. Well, Jordan was preventing him to yeah. do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what sucks. But I mean, Jordan probably might have been the only player to really do that. Bird probably could have done it, but while at that time contracts weren't the same, money wasn't the same. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Will probably could have done it too. I don't know if you know. Will definitely could have done it. But yeah. I don't know. The league was different, money-wise, organization-wise. There weren't. He was with like Golden State, mm-hmm. Philly, mm-hmm. the Lakers. But those were like moves that kind of made him go the, that direction. I don't think he ever was like he no. could go anywhere though. Yeah, like yeah. there was oh, like yeah, Bill yeah. Russell was like his only competition, yeah. and that's what I mean. If, if they're playing on like mm-hmm. <laughs> both sides of the coast, you play him twice a year, so yeah. it's like. You don't got to worry, but yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you in the finals. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Like, yeah, <laughs> and they'll they'll end up getting there, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, you had Kareem, and uh, you had like a couple of people that were like with the Bucks, and then they would go to like the lake. I, I don't know if it would be like to the stature of like Shaq and LeBron, where they was just like, "What? What are you doing?" Like Kevin Durant, honestly, in my in my eyes, was probably the worst because it's you. You literally just got done playing them with an organic team. You you were drafted that team and everything, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you had the Kate, like, you guys were, weren't they up 3-0? I don't know what that series was. I just know it was sad because or three, one, they just kept losing to them. That yeah. was like the roadblock. You know, Kobe kept losing, would lose to uh, um, Boston. He didn't win yeah, all the time, right. you know, and he kept going back and fighting. And so. that wasn't even the finals. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it, it was like Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys do that, then you guys, mm-hmm. like, they never even got to play. I don't think they, the only time they got to play LeBron was when he was with the Heat. But if it would have went with the Cavs, it would have been like, oh, this is like interesting. This is like a different version of it's not Golden State and Cavs like every year. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like it's definitely not going to be that this year. So I, I'm curious to know. Like Cavs are probably they're still going to be in the playoffs. That's the East is pretty. I'm not saying it's it's a cakewalk, but yeah. it's not as challenging as the West. Obviously not now, especially. Yeah. The they just lost the best player in the league and in and in the East. So yeah, definitely devalues the east when it's already devalued right to right. begin with the west is completely stacked yeah demarcus cousins comes over as well right and now 
that West is like ridiculous. I mean, uh, I heard... Pelicans in the West. No, yeah, they're, they're in the West. They're in the West. So he's already in the West. No, I'm tripping. Yeah, but still, Damn. he's yeah. It's, and I don't even know why they're still in the West. Like that's that's so far. Yeah, I think the they do need to switch up um, the formats. I don't think it needs to be East and West anymore. Do they need to switch it around and make it a little bit different? Yeah, because like awesome Memphis, them. Tennessee is mm-hmm. still West. The league. <laughs> What? <laughs> I mean, Memphis Grizzlies. They're, I know. They're, they're in the West. The West? Yeah. Oh, my God. I need to relook. They need to reformat the uh, East-West. Yeah. I don't know. It's, they, they just... I know there's a bunch, like, a bunch of more, like, states and cities mm. in, the, in the East and stuff. And it's, like, when you go to the West, it's like, half the damn state is California, or half the, the height of the coast is, like, yeah, California. East-West. Yeah. It's almost like North-South kind of. Yeah. And at least give Vegas one. Like, LA's got two. Like, it's just I mean, oh, at this point. Oh, man. Yeah, the league, the league is, man, LeBron going to Lakers, you Laker fans, just. I mean, I like it. I mean, I I can't. I'm yeah, not, of I, course. Laker fans have been talking shit about LeBron all the time, but they, they just secretly love him. They love that they have the best player in the league. Yeah. They love that they've had so many best players ever to play the game. Right. You know, that that franchise is lucky enough to have so many legacy hall of famers on that i was gonna say do you think lebron is gonna be able to retire his jersey and and the lakers he will be hands down you think I mean, so you know it's funny because i was messing with lakers fans all right laker fans get ready to hear this though oh god all right lebron has instantly became one of the greatest actually the greatest lakers to ever play instantly he hasn't even played a game yet i <laughs> take eat that one <laughs> no but literally yeah he easily would get it It would easily he would easily get his jersey hung up there though i'm just a hot take i'm just i'm just fucking with you but i, I hope so <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even picked up a ball yet dude uh, he hasn't picked up the ball like he just started playing basketball you know no, I'm just in a I lakers know. jersey I yeah like but jersey. i mean How's kareem and i know kobe but, and magic and Shaq and that, that there's yeah a, he's instantly gonna get his jersey retired see how i switched that okay <laughs> <laughs> but he will get his jersey retired easily hung up 23 though that's what's gonna be crazy the the, the number 23 in a lakers jersey yeah it's who, crazy was it lou williams who's the last person that no, does it matter <laughs> all i know is that's jordan's number in a lakers jersey in a kobe like that's crazy yeah, it's one under Kobe, yep. where it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where it's going to be when it comes to all-time scoring. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, he's definitely going to beat a lot of people's records. He stays this healthy for another seven years. He's definitely. I don't know if he's going to be that healthy this year because him being in the West now. Oh yeah, I I could see that. It's going to be it's going to be four games against Western Conference teams. I see that, but he got young bucks on his team to kind of. Yeah. Lance and Rondo ain't really that young either. Uh, but he got the young bucks. He still got the you know Lonzo and the Kuzma, and they're gonna help him like really that wear and tear day in and day out. They're gonna have to step it up, yeah. which they which they got the young legs to do it and to prove themselves that they can, they can do it. Right. So we'll see. I just thought about that when LeBron was at uh, summer league. He was watching Lonzo play. Do you remember that? I don't know. All I know is I want to know what he said to him when they when he first played him too. He's been supported him all this season, he's, so it was he's all known. yeah subliminals. He's known. I know Lonzo's known. That's why his dad. I'm pretty sure his dad knew. It was like he's coming. LeBron's coming to the Lakers. He's plotting. Yeah, since back then. Good old Lonzo and Levar. That's probably why he, he 
had the game because I was like, why why are they going game seven with Boston with no Hayward or Irving and stuff like that? I was like, what's why is he doing that? And all of a sudden, game seven, it was like, oh, he's bla- breaking all these playoff records. Yeah, and now was just he like, was just oh, like, oh, that's bullshit. He was, was bullshitting, like, bro. He was just patting. He's yeah. he's patting the stats as all, all, all was. playoffs. Like, he was bullshitting. I was just like, oh, he just wants. I mean, if I could just stretch out these. Then games. again, he had his best career stats last year. People will forget his best career stats along every category. Right. was last year. Yeah. Thirty three years old, like crazy. Right. So I don't. It's just the hate that he gets, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, all you LeBron haters are gonna be LeBron lovers now. Because half the league of LeBron haters were Laker fans anyway, so. Because they were Kobe fans in right. relation to Kobe fans, that's why. Yeah. I'm saying that. The one thing I do hate, though, is these the bandwagon Laker fans. I'm a Laker fan, did you know? What? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to deal with me this season, because I'm definitely going to be supporting <laughs> the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> all the trash you done talked about Shaq and Kobe no, and- I didn't, okay I've never talked shit about Kobe I've never talked shit about Kobe ever I've never talked shit about Kobe maybe I've maybe dis- disrespected him in the relation of how I spoke about LeBron, LeBron. Yeah. but I've never directly disrespected Kobe in, in any sense I have like literally like 10 minutes ago you said that LeBron was the greatest Laker <laughs> that's what I meant by disrespected him <laughs> indirectly though <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. But. Um, let's just go straight. Uh, yeah, that's that's about it for a good LeBron talk for a yeah. little bit because we just have to get that out of the way, man. It's been a lot of content we missed. But I, what I do want to talk about is Donna Glover. Hmm. Oh, I wish we were doing our podcast at the same time uh, that that video dropped because, uh, man, this is America. Have you heard? Hmm. So if people haven't heard recently... Uh, he's been getting told that he stole the song. So a gentleman in 2015, I got to look at the year, has a song. And it's very, very similar. This song came out like two years, half a years ago. Huh. And they're saying he pretty much was inspired by it, stole it, whatever you want to call it. The manager came out and pretty much said, no, we have it time marked in our pull tools for this song's been sitting for like two years, bro. You've been sitting on this song for two years. I don't know about that. Yeah, the isn't... manager said it's time marked. You know how you can time mark it and how it's saved. You know right, that's how right. they legally. That's how a lot of people do their copyrights and making sure who did what song first when they right. get a legal battle for it. Yeah. So he's like, we have it time marked and this and that of the song, original song that they did, and he said they had it for like two years or something like that. What you think about that? I don't know. That's, I'd, I'd have to hear the song because, it, you know, if somebody says that, I, I don't know. I, I have a biased opinion, man. I really want to stick up for childish. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why. It's like he's he's just been he's been on a hot streak, and I just don't want it to end. I kind of want like that artistry to just kind of keep flowing. And if something like this happens, where it's like, oh yeah. He's been uh, biting off me, then that's going to be the trend, and then people out of the woodworks are going to be like, oh, yeah, he stole Atlanta's, you know, the whole concept of Atlanta, and I did a show and called Milwaukee. And keep calling him a thief right. and for I different want, things. I don't want none of that happening, so I'm, I'm going to stick by it. All right, so Donald real Glover. quick, I'm going to play a snippet of it, just so people can get an understanding of it. Um, um. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what you 
American Feral is the name of the song, and that was already released way before This Is America came out. You be the judge. That's tough. You got to digest that one. Because usually people, you know, you hear a song, and you're like, oh, I can hear that beat. That sounds very similar, or that little tune. Um, when, um, what is his name, with uh, Pharrell. He, it, yeah. Got stolen. That I was very similar, but it was, they just took snippets of it. It wasn't the full song. Right. Ladies and gentlemen of Common Thought, you just heard the snippet of that song, American Pharaoh. That is fucking the same. <laughs> there's no there's no drum, there's no hi-hats that are similar. That is exactly the fucking same. Even though I love Donald Glover, you this is coming from a Donald Glover fan, and then you right. are a super Donald Glover fan. So yeah. how do you feel about that? Um and that's just you just now hearing it. I I want to blame Ludwig. That's that's who I'm going to blame in this. I feel like I don't know, man. That's that's tough. Because it's if you do hear a song that inspires you and stuff and it's like, "Okay, well, we'll just make our own version of this." You got to watch what you're doing very carefully because if there's any direct like similarities that it's like, "Oh, that's blatantly obvious that this is what you're listening to." And the thing that Pharrell messed up on was like he was always like, look, there's music that inspires me, okay? Yeah. And I was like, okay, indirectly, you're saying, yeah, it yeah. came from that song. Yeah, I was inspired by that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just hope Donald is like, you know, he doesn't say much anyways. So I just want him to stick to that moniker. Like, let me just just stick to that person that's like... But the manager already came out, so they already time-marked it. So they're uh, kind of denying it. So there goes your... All right, I'm going to do it one more time, just so people can hear it. And let's listen closely. This is America, you know? Yeah. That's tough, man. So all you Donald Glover fans, he's, he's not as amazing as you thought. No, I'm just kidding. Look, man, he's, hey. he's very busy, okay? <laughs> he's got Atlanta. He's doing voiceover work. He's in, I don't know. He's, he's, <laughs> he goes to, he's, uh, he's like defending the, the Galaxy girlfriend. in Star Wars. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's got a lot of stuff he's got to do, man. Um, I, you know, I, I don't I don't hate it. Like, music's always inspired. But the only thing I, don't, I dislike about the situation is that um, his manager is trying to say... You know, oh, no, 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 this is original work. Like, just, like, yeah, he was very inspired. Guess what? This is America is still ten times better than that song. It has so much more meaning. It was needed in America in general. Right. And he put his Donald Glover trademark spin on it. Right. You know? So, like, why don't you just say, yes, it was inspired. We'll give you whatever cut, you know? Music is stolen. Music is inspired. Music is taken constantly. So, just own up to that right right but in the same sense there is times where it's like coincidence might happen that's not a coincidence i'm just that's saying that's butterfly effect like literally hand in hand that doesn't no there's no way in in this world that you can win a lotto ticket have better chances of winning a lotto ticket than actually right. having the same exact song 
I got you. And I mean, it is it is pretty. I don't know, man. After after I heard, I heard the whole Drake thing and all that stuff, or whatever, it was just like, well, that's what, what they're doing just to compete with each other. So it's like, I I get that that's what they're trying to do. To me, what Drake thing? The whole uh, Quentin Miller and oh, that's those writing though. Yeah, but I mean, he never really gave. It's like, oh, let me sign him to OVO and let me like have a career. Let me do like treat him like the weekend kind of thing. Like he didn't really do that with him. Like mm-hmm. he just kind of kept him as like, oh, I just want you to be like my songwriter. I'm, which I'm not saying he's his own person. He he can make his own decisions and stuff. It's just me. If somebody's like kind of giving me the ideas and stuff like that, compensating him for like, oh, I'm gonna pay you this much a month. It's like, well, if you just give me a shot, then I can I can create my own money. I don't have to I don't have to keep doing this. Um. Yeah, I see that take on it, but the reason why he didn't that dude wasn't an artist yet. Right. He's like he was he was just a good writer and it's like, oh I like kinda what you you inspire me a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, I'm gonna put you on a retention for five K or something like that a month. Right. Literally it was constantly even if he wasn't writing for him at the time, literally you were getting five K a month right. for a few years because of, you know Yeah. You and were was, I think on the album or whatever he yeah, was saying, he was working at the a reason grocery why he signed, store or something. Um Quentin Miller. The reason why he signed, um, like, to OVO. Oh, Party Next Door. And Party Next like Door, that. because that guy was a full-blown artist and literally right. he could make albums. He was ready. Yeah, right. Quentin Miller wasn't ready. And he's not going to sit here and, like, mold sign you and mold you while you waste money. You know? Right. Yeah. So, business-wise, that's probably why. No, I that's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah. get, I get his idea. I'm just saying, as far as me, like, if, if I was Donald Glover and I came across that song, I would have been like, oh, let me put you... And and mold you because it's like I love your sound uh, okay, and you go yeah, yeah. good with what I'm doing and stuff. But just to take it and then just run with it. I'm not even saying it might be Donald. It might be the manager. Yeah. It might be Ludwig. I don't know who took the influences or whatever because it could have been a producer that we don't even know of. Could have just been like, oh, yeah, like here's an idea. I came up with a song. And he might have been panicking because he could have been like playing beats that childish was just like yeah i'm not feeling that i'm not feeling this and he's like all right well let me start playing it's stuff like, that yeah that's I what i'm saying like I, that's what i'm thinking that was it came from a situation where it was um he heard the song a few years ago and then they're in a, you're in the studio all the time as an right. artist you're hearing all these different sounds and you're just like oh and you just catch this wave but it kind of was a wave you, that you heard from a different song a few years ago subconsciously right. you're like you know, and then you yeah. go off it from there. I think it was more of that situation. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover kind of pulled it from there. But then again, he put his trademark, his spin on it, his sound. Right. And yeah. that other guy was like, oh, I, I think it's great that he, you know, he wasn't mad about it. So. Right, right. It's just, it's funny because you're finding your favorite artists getting caught. The bigger they get, the more you're hearing. That's that's the equivalent of finding out your player has like his own performance enhancement drugs and like yeah. steroids and stuff. Yeah. That's what it is. It's yeah. like, oh, I thought it was all just evil. Yeah, he cre- created it all from scratch. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm i rooting for you, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Man. Yeah, so Donald Glover, man, supporting you. Comment Thought supports you. Uh, what are you thinking? Oh, there's one thing I did want to talk I did want to say. I know I was... You know, last few months have been a lot of a lot of stuff going on. I did want to make sure I, I reminded myself, R.I.P. XXS Tatashian. Yeah, definitely had to say that because right. I don't know if a lot of people didn't know I was supporting him from like literally he hit the scene. People were like he's weird. Oh, he's this is that. I was like, bro, he's good. Like he's nice. Yeah, and he blew up literally this last year since I moved back to Vegas, and I was just like, damn. When he, when I heard that news, I legit. I think it was the first artist since. 
I'm trying to remember. I say I don't want to say that, but the first artist I'm trying to remember of an artist that died, and I was just like, whoa, kind of hit me. And it's been a long time since I was like a kid. I wasn't that. Yeah, for me, it's been a long time yeah. personally because all the music that I listen to, the artists that touched me, it I was that shocked me for real. I was just like, damn, it hit me. For Especially a how bit. young he was. Yeah. Yeah, it was just I don't know. I think that was the first time I, I actually felt like, damn, like I've never, you know, when. There's artists, they like, when Tupac died, you know, I was too young to be, like, damn. Really connected to him yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. connected, you know, stuff like that. But for some reason, this this is the first time I experienced, like, an artist that was just like, damn. Because now I'm in my 20s. Right. And now I'm starting to, you know, artists are living, you know, when I grew up, half the artists were, that I really loved were either dead or, or getting Older. old, so yeah. they're about to die, you know? Right. So now it's starting to hit me with, like, that. And these, some of these artists... Will, could pass away right. and die and now I know all these people that were retweeting or saying all this RP to these people how they felt yeah because uh, it was like when Michael Jackson died people were devastated and I'm right. wondering like why right you know not trying to compare the artist but just your relationship to the artist right right you know and that's what I was thinking about you know that was a good, a good common thought of like I was just like damn people don't realize your artists really do touch touch you and when they do pass it can affect you even though you never met that person because they've been in your life so much. Right, right. So yeah. that's that was the first time when the XX, I was like, damn, yeah. kind of hit me, you know? Yeah, yeah. First true. artist in the long, like, probably my generation that I felt like that. Right. Being a hip-hop head. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't really on him like that, I, which is very weird, is um, I was talking to another artist, um, and she was kind of like, giving me kind of like a little bit of the game because she was just like she's from florida okay so she was like oh, i really like his style and i mm. like this and i was just like really it's like every time i hear him it's like it just kind of jumps from one thing drastically to another mm-hmm. and it's like I've, I've seen like little clips of his performances at like concerts mm-hmm. and stuff and he'll just be doing it's almost like spoken word it's not even mm-hmm. it's not even rap at that point and i'm like but like what it's like an emo mm-hmm. rap and then um danny um aka boy bishop he was, uh, after he passed, he was showing me like this music where he's doing like screamo and mm-hmm. he was doing, I was just like, huh, it's like weird. I didn't, I didn't give any of that a chance because of just what the social media was doing. Right. And I know was, how you feel about social media in that sense. Right. So I kind of just block out everything yeah. and then it just kind of made me go, ah, I didn't, like, even though there's gems in there, it's like, I, I, I don't want to sift through mm-hmm. all of the debris just to get to, yeah. you know, artists that I like that because then it's like, eventually to me, what I was thinking was if they're good enough, they'll come up on my radar. Like yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll fizzle up. And, and to the top and I'll be like oh let me listen I'm like oh this dude's actually pretty good instead of me trying to just constantly hearing a bunch of mumble rap and all that stuff yeah, and I'm yeah. just like I don't want to go through all that yeah. I'm good but yeah, yeah. That, that he was that artist instantly he was that artist that's why you know me when I, I go and find artists like I I do more than the average person when it comes to finding new music finding new artists and stuff like that and when I when I ran across him I saw his first interview mm-hmm. and I noticed instantly there this dude's different so right. I go into looking his background and all his stuff and just where he's from and this and that and just like his bring, upbringings and stuff like that. And he literally, the first instant thought was like, he doesn't give a fuck what people think. Right. He He's 100% likes the shit that he likes. And that's when it goes into his rock, how much he loved rock, how much he loved emo. That's what really pushed him forward is that white following of white kids that, that right. liked him because his sound was at that point, you know, when you're in the early stages of artists, you're, you have that gruddy, gritty, like, 
Yeah, like not the best quality thing, music, yeah. but it's like emotions out of it. He was into that shit. You yeah. Know? But what really pushed him forward it was him showing his hip hop side and being able to do that. Right. And he was just a a, a broad aspect of stuff and his writing. Yeah. He actually showed emotion, mm-hmm. and that's where I was like, "Yep, this is it's gonna, I'm gonna like him because I love music that shows emotion, right? Instead of just you know flexing all the time and shit like that, he showed emotion in a lot of stuff and showed true sides. Right. Talks about depression, suicide, that type of stuff. Yeah, which a lot of people are now starting to do that, but he was really like into that shit. Like that's really what it was. In. It wasn't a, a facade, right? So right. that's what made me like like him. But people were like, "Oh, he's weird. He's this, he's weak." And then with him saying Drake stole his, you know. That what blew him up. Look at me. Mm-hmm. When "Look at Me" came out, he was like Drake. You know, took his uh his flow, his, his flow, his cadence and, and yeah. stuff like that. But you know, that helped him push him forward and push him into the you know what right the line generally right, make him make good money. Right, blew up off of it. Yeah, man. but yeah, that 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 his that's what really I was like. Yeah, I like I like his style because he literally doesn't give a fuck what people think about him, and he's literally making music like that. Right. But it's crazy how people are blinded by that. Just the small topics of things. And that's what is annoying. I can't talk hip-hop with a lot of people because they only look at small things. Oh, this person just said this. This person just said this dumb right. line. Oh, he's he's fucking whack. Yeah. Oh, I can barely hear, hear him. He's like mumbling. A lot of mumble rappers, people are saying, oh, they're just mumbling. But to be honest with you, they're using their voice as a vocal. Mm-hmm. And that is 100% a thing in music. And people aren't realizing like, some of these artists do it really fucking well. Right. And as much as people might, might I don't know, has another artist is Little Uzi Vert, mm-hmm. very into like rock as well, right? And into different types of styles of music, and he uses his voice as a vocal. And people don't give him that shot because they're just like, oh, he's another mumble rapper. No, he's nothing like Future. He's nothing like uh, those, you know, big artists that you kind of Migos. He he doesn't make music like that. Right. Maybe you heard a few. Exo, you know, tour life, or the, but he literally makes a different type of hip hop. But people are, they don't want to like get into that because they're stuck by what that major pop, you know, right. radio style is pushing. Right. Yeah. So, and I think that's, I think that's where, you know, all music is alternative until it becomes mainstream. So it's like, you know, uh, you know, uh, xxx like when when he started coming out with his music and stuff it might have been like it's like i don't really know if i can do this or whatever but he might inspire a generation of people to be like you know what i want to blend in screamo and Mm -hmm. and rap and rock and do all that stuff and then he'll be the pioneer of a brand new genre that's never been done that they might be doing that kind of thing or whatever you know what i mean yeah so with like this whole mumble rap thing or whatever it's a it's a it's alternative until mainstream kind of like the radio and they started picking up on it and they were like oh we're gonna put this out in the forefront and uh if and honestly uh, to me personally i think whenever they can't categorize something they just call it hip-hop that to me i think that's it's it's when it was rock it was just like oh well, this is this is death metal and this is grunge and this yeah, is they all would detail stuff. it right? yeah with hip-hop it's just like oh this edm but it's like eh, you put a little 808 on it that's hip-hop hip-hop I'm like, <laughs> what? like that, that's... oh that brings up a great point to uh post malone this guy he is not a hip-hop artist right well sorry he's a hip-hop artist let me uh, he he's you know what i mean he's yeah. not a rapper right and that's what yeah he is not a rapper yeah. yeah, he's a hip hop artist. He's he's influenced by hip hop. He is not a rapper. Right. 
and that that gets on my nerves when people call him a rapper. Yeah. Generally, it's the white people that are you know not really deep into rap. Yeah, because you have people that are like hip hop. Yeah. You know, it's but there's a lot of white people that are like, oh, he's my favorite rapper. Right. No, he's your favorite hip hop artist. He's not your favorite rapper. Exactly. In the same way that they try and put, because they had R and B, and then like I don't think I don't think he's R and B either because it's not he's not like vocally dynamic and doing all the stuff that mm-hmm. R and B singers would mm-hmm. do. And I just think there's a genre that needs to be created so artists like him, artists like Future, artists mm-hmm. like. Um, I don't know if I want to put Migos in there, but it's just like there's 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 Young certain, Thug, Young Thug yeah, yeah, is yeah. perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's those types of artists where it's like this isn't really hip hop and this isn't R and B. This mm-hmm. needs to be like I don't want to just disrespect and just be like oh this is just mumble rap because they don't like that term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, it's it needs to be something else, but I just feel like nobody ever, like that category is not defined yet. Yeah, one of them needs to come up with that term because it, it's like <laughs> we're not going to name you guys. Like, yeah. you guys need to name whatever it is that you tell us what you do because it's just such a melting pot. Yeah, and but you want to define what rap is then, like what rap, what a rapper is, right? Because that's starting to get blended in, right? And people don't know that, right? I think it's a subdivision of hip hop, but I don't think it's just hip hop. Like hip hop is boom bap stuff that was back then, and like the whole. That's why like a bunch of artists that are. They want to hear bars and lyrics mm-hmm. and all that stuff. That's why they get mad at like that was like that's that ain't this that ain't that. Mm-hmm. And it's like well, the people in the eighties that were listening to Run DMC and LL mm-hmm. Cool J, they're listening to your Biggie and Pac and all those people. They're like that's not hip hop. Like they're looking yeah. at them like no Cool Mo D and Rakim. Yeah, that's, that's hip hop. It's like yeah. yeah. I mean I I get you guys and it's just it's just carried on into the same yeah. Damn near the culture has to change in some way. And I, I can't, I can't, I, I can, you know, you can sit here and try to foresee it, but I, it, it's, it's such a melting pot. I just don't want, I, I really, it just, I get, that's what makes me mad when I hear people say certain artists are rappers, right. their favorite rapper. Right. It's like, come on, like, he's definitely a top up in there in hip hop artist, yeah. but he's not top rappers. Right, right. And there's no separation. There's starting to be no separation because... One is more popular than the other, and it's heavily influenced than the other now. Because a lot of rappers aren't; they're kind of bouncing back and forth, or they're just staying in that lane. And they're, right. you know, there's a few rappers that bounce back and forth. Drake bounces back and forth. Dude just came out with a, a album that's A side is rap and B side is R and B. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Push. he's one of the top rappers in, right now. You know, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna credit Pusha T on that one. He done, <laughs> yeah. he done beat a double disc out this dude. Oh, <laughs> and then so this this guy uh, with the with that feud, and we man, I wish we were able to get it from each episode because that would have been nice. Because <laughs> they were literally dropping those uh, every Sunday, kind of like during the weekend, so we could have got it in each episode. Right. Unfortunately, we missed that. We won't be missing any of the new content coming up. But season two, <laughs> two, 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 two of coming thought, 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 instead, thought. Of, instead of six, 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 two, two, two. <laughs> six, six, like two, two, two. Um, not like that battle. I wish it got. I wish I was able to do it each episode, each. Uh, after every song every because because yeah. you would have seen my it would be the same you would see the transition of me having the same opinion on each one and how that how it played out would have been exactly how i knew it was going to play out yeah he, he is not i knew pusher was like i didn't know pusher baited him as much as he baited him but i knew pusher was like this is not going to be good this is going to be the first time drake's going to actually be like i gotta stop my career is actually kind of it's not worth it to my career yeah yeah and he knows he knows drake drake likes to do 
subliminals. He doesn't like oh, to yeah, just yeah. Yeah. directly like, mm-hmm. all right, uh, Meek Mill. All right, Pusha T. <laughs> yeah, like, he yeah, doesn't yeah. just come out and say the names. <laughs> no, no, no. But he likes to do subliminals. And uh, when he did that Daytona album, like the last track on there, is like that was a jab. That was just... That was setting up for the haymaker. I, I thought that, that was, was like a fishing, uh, fishing uh, rod. Yeah, that's what I thought that was. Exactly. It was just it was just baiting it out, mm-hmm. and then when Story of Adi Don came, that was the ah. haymaker. Like he was like, like let's was, get the summer going. Yeah, and he was like, oh, is that how you feel? Okay. Well, I got this stuff already waiting, and it was just like, oh. And knowing that he's like the president of good music, like he he thinks of marketing, he knows yeah, how to brand. Yeah. Like he he's it's not just drug rap with him everybody just thinks he's a drug dealer that can just put bars together and it's like well because that's all he ever is fucking raps about but, okay the content i get it but because <laughs> what do you mean everyone thinks he's a drug he is a fucking drug rapper that's all right he right but Name i mean a song where he talks about love that doesn't involve drug um you can love drugs exactly okay. <laughs> anything that anything that you talk about hip-hop he connects it with drugs anything in life he connects with drugs you could be talking about his mom and to be connected in some way of a bar towards drugs. Right. Yeah. Which is pretty good it's, as a rapper to do it's that. It's pretty impressive <laughs> yeah. that you would think that you'd run out of bars by now, but it's just like, I mean, he's like, he's... <laughs> Damn, that was loud. I'm sorry. This mic catches everything with water and shit. That was dripping like water. Drip, drip. <laughs> Damn, that was loud. Okay. Um, no, it's it's... I don't know about Naruto fans, but he's like the Rock Lee of hip hop. Like he's just, he doesn't have ninjutsus or anything like that. He's just straight hands. Like that's all. He just stays in this one category. He doesn't want to get out of it. He just wants to stay in that whole thing. It's just like, all right, yeah. well, if that's what you, if that's what you want to do, that's, yeah. that's cool. But I mean, he did that and became the president of good, like good music. So he's got it. I mean, you got to give credit when credit's due in the yeah. same sense. But um, yeah, it's just, Honestly, the biggest thing that crippled him was the whole Quentin Miller thing. If Drake didn't have that, because Drake can rap, I, like even though he yeah, has writers, don't get me wrong, because he he definitely um what was the rebuttal song was it Cuppy or Duppy Duppy, Duppy freestyle Duppy yeah, freestyle yeah. was nice yeah hands that was nice and I knew Drake was gonna come back with something fire too, but he wasn't winning that uh, battle he's or the war he right was, he could have won a few battles he wasn't gonna win that war yeah because. Of how much it didn't mean shit for Pusha T to bring shit up, mm-hmm. and how much it's very crucial to Drake's career to like he has to watch what the fuck he says. Right. So that's why you're not winning that war. Yeah. He just wasn't. Yeah, from the get go, it was just there's a, there's a certain depth that Drake can't hit because of his commercial success mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff that Pusha T could obviously do because yeah. he doesn't have. I'm going straight at you every fucking thing because. Yeah. Like he like Pusha D doesn't have sponsors or endorsements no. because he's talking about cocaine all the damn yeah. time. So it's like I, I have nothing to lose. You have Jordan Adidas, exactly. Like, and he ended up losing. Like you left Jordan to go to Adidas, and now like you done messed up his Adidas deal. So he can't go back to oh, Jordan. Yeah. He didn't really mess it up. He just pushed it back, and they got to rebrand and remarket everything they were gonna do because the story of Aiden. <sighs> literally, he has it. The title of the song was about you know his son uh, Adi Don or whatever. And I was just hey. like, man. So we both agree. That Pusha won that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Doesn't mean Drake is any lesser of a hip hop artist. He, well, he did he not, did have a rebuttal coming out yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. But and Jay had, Prince ended up Apparently. Yeah. Which is lame as hell. I hate well, that shit. It's, it's, it's cause Jay Prince 
Jay Prince is a businessman, so he has he has money on both sides of that argument. So if all like all a beef does, it doesn't get anybody better than the other. It just starts pushing down both sides of the of the seesaw. Until it's the ineffective seesaw when it comes to money. Yeah, and that's I mean, what it is. Jay Prince has money in Drake because his son is the one that brought it up or whatever. And then on Kanye's camp, you know, Mike Dean is the engineer, and he was the main engineer at Rap a Lot. So he has he has money on both sides that it's like okay, I don't want to. I don't want to deaden both sides of this brand. Drake, bury it. I, like, take the loss. You're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Let's just go ahead and keep moving from here. Yeah. He, I mean, Jay Prince came out with a book just so he had a reason to come out and be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I got it. And I was just like, man, let's do it. It's a funny. It's just because, all right, the only, the only person rap beef has ever benefited in hip-hop is 50 Cent. Yeah. That's the only person. Beef always affects people's money yeah and it eventually it comes back comes cause, back because game did this he literally yeah, took the same formula yeah it didn't affect him as much because 50 kind of still beat that 50 is the only person that can actually make money off of beef he's like he's like a reality rapper not reality like as in truth like reality tv shows mm-hmm. like that's that's the kind of rap he likes drama mm-hmm. he likes flipping it he and likes, that's what his his name was behind that's what his brand was behind right Right, so that's why it's like, oh, I'm I'm bringing Vivica Fox over here. I'm sleeping with Maya. I'm like, he just likes being in the in the talks and pissing people off. That's just the way that. So he's a typical New York nigga, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's like take it or leave it. This you're either gonna love him or hate him, and that's what he. I mean, this song properly. Not trying to take shots at any New York niggas, but yeah, you know, like I'm still trying to go out to New York. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh yeah, so. That, yeah, that beef, he won that. But at the end of the day, like, Drake's album, I really liked. I don't know if you got a chance to hear it, but I liked it. Not a proper... Because, like, I... The, uh... What was it? Nonstop? Or what was the second song mm-hmm. on there? I don't know. It was a, a second song? I don't know what the second song was. I don't got to memorize. There's a lot of songs on the album. That's the one that stuck out the most. I was like, oh, it is about to be a hard-hitting album. And then it just, like... It sounded like literally like somebody was just watering down really? the stuff the entire album. I was just like, oh, man, it's getting pretty hits soft. on that motherfucker, though. That then, go hard. And another thing, when I was looking at like the credits, mm-hmm. like granted, like he gave Michael Jackson his props. If if that's the, if you're if you're gonna give him his props, where is Mariah Carey? Where is Lauren Hill? Where is yeah? A lot of people don't know about that Lauren Hill sample, and I was like, damn, hopefully she got the money because she kind of need it. It, it. Well, not in the sense that she broke, but like she owed the government a lot of money. I'm being real though. Now, anyways, that's one of my that's, <laughs> that's one of my favorite artists, hands down. I just oh yeah. Well, that's the reason why she kind of her tour lineup. If you haven't seen it, Lauren Hill's going to your city near you. Go ahead and check out. With her, uh, was it daughters or something? Or no, what? it's her, and she had a crazy lineup of people. Like all these people are coming back out of the woodworks. Like, oh, Lauren Hill's one of my favorite artists. I'll, let me get in this line. It's like current That's artist. The only term you can put. Like, I can't even put her in hip hop because I just. She feel has like, all these hip hop artists. Like, there's tons. Uh, there's a lot of. I can't even think of the names right now. Because there's certain people that fan. transcend a genre. I can't even say she's just a hip hop artist. Like oh. she's, she's, she's everything. Like, yeah, she man. literally, she had everyone at her our hands at one point in america right right and it was just like man that's very tough to do and then people are like you know when people say oh, who's your top five you know female rappers and stuff and it's just crazy that like they don't put like i'm I'm glad that they're they're not putting her in that category but not for the reason why i believe it they just mm-hmm. they're not even thinking of her kind of thing and that's why i'm like 
yo, you guys are out of your minds. Like, yeah. You guys don't even. That upsets me because that's definitely one of my favorite artists of like of all time. Yeah. And she doesn't get the recognition. Like who? Oh, man. When someone says who or like don't know like oh what song is does she? It's like, man. And it's crazy because she turned down the whole uh, featuring with Kanye on All Falls Down. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you turned him down, I was like, you must really be hurting for money if they're like. Drake's song is the one where it's like, all right, go ahead. Like it's like I you, don't know what that. Yeah, she clear. Well, she's clearing things now. I guess she's out in the like. Maybe she went. She was like hidden for a while because you know she's a very conscious person. So right. some, something where she just wanted to get out of limelight or the business or the industry, she just disappeared for yeah. a reason. I, I don't know what it was, but she was a beautiful person. M- mentally, I just thought she was. The people wanted to just pick her brain. Right. That's probably what made her go crazy. That some people were trying to like. Always what's going on with you? Yeah. What's going on in your head? Like, let us know. Like, what? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Because yeah. her ideas were amazing. Yeah. But she came back. She's starting to come back. And I went on a tour in 2017. Yeah. I saw her early 2017 or was it late 2016. It's one of those. And waited three hours till she came on stage. But yeah. <laughs> she came out and performed like it was her first damn concert like it was beautiful it's like she's the amazing artist right but that's probably why now that she's out she's probably clearing a lot more stuff yeah so i don't know what it is but yeah people said she owed a lot of money to government because at a point she was she was feeding a lot of people yeah she was like make like the top of her career a lot of people were like feeding off her and i think that's where that mistake was i guess so, in her yeah. career because yeah the fuji score album is, is yeah. yeah that's that's Top ten. She was like a revolutionary. Time. She was like an activist. She was a, she was everything. Yeah, she was man. A motivational speaker. She was touring and like. Yeah. It was crazy. To me, she's like, not you know as far as like male and female, but I'm just saying like she's like the Jordan of artists to me. Like, oh, she was she was Queen B before Queen B. Like she was yeah Beyonce way before like what Beyonce. Kanye aspires to be. That's what she already was mm-hmm. like on her first album, mm-hmm. and then she was just like you know what I'm. Like, you, you just clean house as far as the Grammys are concerned, and then you're just like, ah, yeah, I don't yeah. really like this anymore. Someone had a great common thought take on that that was like, she was at her peak of a career and fucked the Jamaican and lost her mind. Lost her mind. <laughs> <laughs> she just became all like, jaw this, you know, became Rastafarian, and it literally changed her. Right. I was like, damn, I didn't even think about that. Maybe that is the case. Maybe. Because maybe I look at her, look up at her so crazy, like she's, but maybe it was literally she just had a dude that made her go crazy. Right. And that's, you know, that's the end. You know what happens? I wish I could meet her and like ask her that question, but I yeah. feel like everybody's already asked her that yeah. question and I don't want to piss her yeah. off. <laughs> but, Bamba clap. She starts screaming and she's not screaming. <laughs> I uh, screwed yeah. to you in Creole and shit. I don't man. know. Yeah, man. It's it's just uh mm. <laughs> That water is good, man. So thirsty. But yeah, no. That's 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 pretty good. That Drake that Drake album was good though. That Drake that I uh, like Drake Future. I can't stop listening to it for some reason. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but they're making it's this about to be a really good summer. Yeah, of good songs, I think. I'm glad that people are starting to make double disc, like double disc albums mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Because it was scaring me that Kanye kept releasing seven song albums and stuff, and I was like, "Oh no, I hope it's not gonna just." It's like it's it's a nice yeah. rounded like okay, it's like a sampler, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like okay, this is enough yeah. to be like oh, I kind of know where you're going with the album, but this isn't an album. Like this is just 
like a collection of ideas when you give like a double disc and especially with streaming nowadays like i just seen that drake's gonna pass like break records for like the most streamed album okay only reason why that's another reason only reason why he's breaking that is because nice for what was already platinum uh god's plan was already platinum yeah so as soon or and what others another one upset was already reaching it yeah. he had these singles that were already out and people are already streaming those numbers right so as soon as they got on the album and let it let it be a week while they everyone hears all the songs yeah it already puts that album in a higher rate because it's already been listened to technically been listened to right for it's streaming numbers will right are, people are not realizing these are off streaming numbers and not actual albums like, right right no one just these people didn't just hear god's plan last week you know and then played it that many times last right. week you know yeah so that's why it's getting those numbers so instantly yeah and i feel like there's going to be a point where it's not going to be albums anymore it's going to be like a playlist type of yeah. style yeah. because now Which i would like i don't <laughs> right so if like if ovo came out it was like oh this is our ovo playlist for the summer and mm. it's like 30 or 40 songs or something like that now at every party now they're going to just press play on that hit shuffle whatever it is mm-hmm. and now it's like all their streams are just going to they're going to start breaking records like nothing like it's yeah it's ridiculous so it's like that's why i seen the versatility of like all these different songs that drake had and i was like hey, he never really used to like he had r&b and rap mm-hmm. like that. he just stayed mm-hmm. within it but now it's like he's he's it's very like meticulous yeah. like he, he he knows what he's doing now and i'm like all right he's seasoned he's like he's not it's not he's not these new dudes where it's like uh like Kendrick's starting to get into that point. Mm-hmm. J. Cole's starting to get into that point where they're they're starting to be like, okay, I'm finding who I am as an artist mm-hmm. and I don't need to be searching anymore. Like yeah. I know that confidence and all that stuff, but I'm glad, I don't know. Like I, I consider them hip hop artists. I consider, you know, them to be in good standings. I, I like their music, even though I haven't really listened to Scorpion all the way through or anything, but it's, I need the versatility. I'm not going to like everything that's in hip hop, but, that for as far as the majority of it it's like all right i'm, I'm a little yeah. bit more appreciative about it now yeah i've i've yeah i've eventually became like more of a drake fan than recent years but yeah i i just appreciate it it's good at the end of the day it's some good songs um i still find myself going back and playing uh boogie with the hoodie more than i'm playing scorpion mm-hmm. but i'm still listening to it right you know like i still go back to it but that yeah that then again do you think it's strategic that uh future drops uh an album right after drake's no no not at all why i didn't even know he dropped an album (laughs) (laughs) that's why see no i think it's i think it's strategic because people when you think drake you think future right like it's kind of relation not saying that they're similar but you think because they're associated party wise right and you say oh drake you've been listening to drake's album and sometimes people like to go to their next album. Guess what they're kind of jumping next to now? I have to kind of bouncing he, back and forth. He should have came out first. Yeah. Think so? Yeah. Because if he, but then came he wouldn't first, get as much plays. Well, that's the thing is then people would start playing your album before his came out and would have been like, oh, I really like these songs or whatever yeah, and yeah. had an impression. Now it's like you're you're competing with with like the Drake songs that are already on there. It's like, and he's giving you a double disc. I don't know how many songs Future gave you, but... Uh, not too many. Yeah, so it's it was it's, like five, seven, yeah, eight, something like that. That's that's like a pot of oil, and you yeah. add water, and it's like it's still oil. I don't care what you <laughs> say. <laughs> it's I mean, if you're trying to just add sprinkle some future on a, a whole Drake double disc platinum selling singles that are already out, it's like yeah, this is his summer. Like, I feel like his numbers do better with when Drake's is out too, though. I think so. Like if it was separate, then he wouldn't get as much plays. I don't think. Right, right. That's I how it. I see it. 
I mean, it's if he already had the album done and it had release dates already yeah. set up, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, no choice. It's yeah, summer. Yeah. People are listening to him. Right, right. But, I mean, it's that's tough. Like, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, Jay and Beyonce already dropped an album. I know, and it was just forgotten about. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, that was so cool. I didn't even like much of the songs, though. People overhype that shit. Then it goes with, like, the beehive overhyping everything they yeah. do anyways. And same thing with Jay fans. Yeah, where it's like they overhype. The, the New York people you were talking yeah. about earlier. <laughs> Them, them, them New York people. Them swell people over there in the tri-state area. <laughs> but yeah, no, they, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's crazy seeing successful people to that standard of like Beyonce and Jay, just like a flash in the pan and it, like it's nothing. Like mm. it's just like, oh, that's, that's all right. Like Magna Carta, Holy Grail, like had to have spots in the middle of the NBA Finals. Had commercials with but all the producers. But he marketed that really well because he teamed up with Chase, a big time company like right, Chase Sam, the Bank. Or was it Samsung? Or? Samsung. He teamed up with Sam, yeah. Samsung, Chase, and like it was a lot. It's like of if stuff. you bought the phone, the album came. Yeah, with it was it, a lot was of stuff like, in that and that he did marketing with business wise. That's why he got that huge major push. Yeah, and, and technically he went platinum already because yeah. they bought like they paid Half a the, mill or whatever yeah. like that. And I was like smart as hell yeah he did that big time right so i was like they're smart this like the whole thing where it's just like oh did, hey did you know uh beyonce dropped an album last night it's like no i didn't like future like it's like they're not even promoting they're just like ah, here you go it's like here's a, it's on the new release page you yeah. hear it from your word of mouth yeah. or whatever and it's like okay beyonce they did, they did it beyonce style though yeah oh, yeah she just dropped shit randomly yeah man i mean it's it's What's Jay gonna do at this point? Like it's like you you, as soon as that elevator thing happened, I was just like, well, R.I.P. to Hope, dog. Hey man, Loki he he could have filed for domestic abuse. Yeah, but he could have filed charges for abuse. She swung on his ass. Yeah, if he would have done that to her, he would definitely would have been arrested. Yeah, and Beyonce like didn't like that's your sister. She said that laughed. She kind of laughed like yeah, that's right. But I want to go back to that part though. I just, I just don't understand it. Like, I, I get, I just, you know, there goes the, the um, double standard. Yeah, on I agree. That. A huge double standard. <laughs> Girls, yeah, and, and by all means, it's definitely not right when guys hit right. women at all, hundred percent. Right. But they get so, like Chris Brown st- still gets flack for hitting Rihanna. Yeah. And say, oh, he's a woman beater. Yeah. Solange. Solange, yeah. whatever. Solange, Solange, yeah, literally punched his ass in the fucking face, and she's not a man beater. And, and she not, does, not she doesn't get like anybody. that was Jay Z. I know, punched. yeah, you like, know, and 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 that was Rihanna. You know, like right. He <laughs> no, but I'm, what I'm saying is it just doesn't make sense how like if it's Beyonce just such a punched Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys are in the same tax bracket. I get it. You're the sister of somebody <laughs> that's doing this. It's just, it's just like the, it, the double standard behind it. Like she literally beat his ass real quick, and they're like, "Oh, he's a man beater." You know, like it's just that double standard. People were really still giving Chris Brown a hundred percent flack. Like, oh, he's a wife beater. He's a woman beater. Yeah, as soon as you call the Ike Turner of R&B, I was like, oh. It's like, damn, he still gets hated on. Too. People still like, it's like, really? He made that mistake. He's still all, all the time still trying to correct it. But literally, yeah, if someone you, does that, you see a a woman do that, they're not getting that same nah. double standard right But they, they, they think it's, I don't know, they just think it's funny. They think it's just like, you got your ass whipped by a girl? Yeah. And like, it's like, uh, 
first off, if I would have swung back, you would have said you would have started jumping on me about anything. So it's like you either get your ass whipped by a girl. <laughs> Or you're a woman beater. Yeah. There's, there's no, no yeah. Yep. There's no gray area. Oh, there's sorry. No, you know, yeah. Like, oh, you're a great man for. No, you got your ass beat by a woman. Hot. Like, yeah. You deserve that. Hot. No one deserves to get hit in their face. Well, there's some people that deserve to get hit in the face, but right. It's still very wrong when you do so. It doesn't. It doesn't amount to anything positive or anything good. It doesn't help right. a situation. Yeah. I'm just glad. I mean. Because it would have been a totally different thing if Solange swung and did all that stuff, whatever. Yeah. And Jay was like, hey, man, you better chill out. You better chill out. Bow! Yeah, well, he would have been arrested. He would have got, uh, I don't know, he got a good team, so he probably wouldn't have been that much news. But it would have been talked about, definitely. Right. And um, I mean, who knows? He might have beat her ass like when they got to the room. So, <laughs> Or got a, a different girl to beat her ass. Nah. <laughs> Saw the but, fighting. He definitely, she definitely wasn't. He probably, she definitely wasn't invited to a few things. I know that security guard got fired. I know that. <laughs> I know he just like he was like, uh, uh, you, you guys both pay me. I don't know what you because he do. probably would have gotten fired either or yeah. either way. Yeah, Beyonce would have fired his ass if he would have yeah. stopped it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. That's that's what's like no about being a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, man. Ah, oh, man. So just quick episode back, man. Appreciate everybody listening. Comment that back season two, 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 nah. two, two. And <laughs> we back. Hey, every every uh every week we're gonna be with you this summer. All the content, everything going on, giving you comment thought, everything that people think about, the common person thinks about, but doesn't say out loud, man. We're here to say it, bring it out to live. You know, go ahead and email us if you have any questions about common thought at commonthoughtpc at gmail dot com. And um, just a quick. Um, you know, peace. You know, we're back and just I love y'all, man. Thank you for listening. Mm. Got anything to say, Benny boy? Uh, so are we doing final thoughts or no? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Damn. See, that's how long it's been. It has been. Got to give you our final thought, man. Go ahead and give you your final thoughts. What's been going on? Uh, what do we go across? It was a LeBron. Um, yeah, happy about LeBron being there. Yeah. Um, we bounced around a, f- a little bit today, but not too much. Not as much as we usually do. Right, right. Um, R.I.P. X.X.X. Yeah. 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 I mean, we went Drake. Yeah. Drake. Donald Glover. Oh, yeah. Man. This is America. Ah, man. Hopefully, everybody just. Just be comfortable with yourselves, man. Just, just, just <laughs> that's it. I, I hit you with that one today. Yeah, that one hurt, man. That one really hurt. That just it, it sideswiped me, and then you played the song. <laughs> and I know when you play it back, like you're probably gonna sub out the audio, and it's gonna be like an HD, and it's just like, oh man, this is so crisp. Oh man. But season three of Atlanta is probably gonna come out sometime soon. <laughs> so, oh, hopefully, I'll forget about that when I watch it. But if it I hope he doesn't bite off anybody else's shit. Nah, yeah. Man, he's a, he's an artist, man. He's inspired. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, I'm probably going to bite off somebody later on tonight. So. <laughs> and then your last final thought sentence? Um, yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to uh, make a remake of This Is America, and if Donald Glover sues me, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, you know, just final thoughts real quick. Run through uh, LeBron, man. Uh, give these Lakers fans something that they can fully support mm-hmm. since uh, you guys got a short-lived Kobe at the end of his career. 
60 points. <laughs> 60 points, baby. And then, uh, oh, that would be amazing if he scored 60 points in a Lakers jersey. If he scored 61, I'd 61 be points in a Lakers jersey. <laughs> he could score his last layup, but he decides not to just to spite you uh, Kobe fans. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yo, that Donald Glover, man, I just, I, I love it because it just shows how much of an artist he is. Like, maybe kind of humbled me a little bit to be like, damn, he's not, he, he's not, you know, I really was like, man. It's like he can he not do wrong? Yeah, he's like a god. Yeah, like his music. Like how is he creating this? But then again, he's an artist. It shows me he's an artist. He creates from other people. He's inspired by other people. Mm-hmm. So that was good to see that, um, man. And if you haven't listened to uh, Drake Scorpion, Mob Ties, my six, shit six, right six. now, yeah. <laughs> Mob Ties. <laughs> and then, uh, man, appreciate it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Oh yeah. Comment thought. This is your host Yada, socially conscious, music loving, sports fanatic, gamer. And then my host with you today, Benny Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see y'all next week. All right. Peace. Where the fuck is this? <laughs>